That's right. Welcome back. Welcome into a you couldn't possibly have had a better introductory press conference edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, thank you for joining me. You can find this program on the website known as YouTube. Do hit subscribe if you haven't yet. I'd appreciate that. Give the video a thumbs up if you approve of its content when it's over. Twitter, search bar, always Irish, or at JKZND4. Emails, alwaysirishandy at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want me, you can get me always Irish radio. 312-988-15. You know the deal. If you wish to conversate about that ND ball, you give always Irish a call. Okay. First things first, John, what's the deal? You're dressed up tonight. You got the always Irish blazer going. What's the deal? Here's the deal. It was a pretty big day at Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman was looking fly, looking fresh. He looks like, you know what Marcus Freeman needs? He needs a, an NIL for himself to be a model in all these suits. My man's the best looking coach in college football and ain't even close. It ain't even close. So to honor that and the great mood I'm in, which is rare, if you've been around here a while, you know that's rare. To honor that, pulled out the Always Irish Blazer, okay? I'm in a good mood for once. Give it to me. Let me have it, okay? So thank you for being here. Yesterday was Coach Freeman's official Notre Dame introductory presser. What I want to do is take a few moments to go over this event, what stood out, and what big takeaways we have after this all took place. First, this much has to be said. There are run-of-the-mill head coach introductory pressers and then there's introducing the head football coach at the University of Notre Dame. It is just different. It just hits different. I know nobody outside of the Notre Dame family wants to admit that. But anybody who saw any of this on TV or online could feel that it's different. Okay? There's extra weight to it. There's extra gravitas to it. There's extra pressure to it. There's, there's an extra sense of responsibility to be a responsible courier of not only the future, but the past. There's a lot, a lot that goes into it. And it is just different, okay? If you watched any of that yesterday, it was obvious. Father Jenkins, Jack... Brady, all very thoughtful and well-spoken. Classy event in true Notre Dame style, not the run-of-the-mill introductory presser. Anybody that set, has said to me over the years, I don't get this Notre Dame thing. What's the big deal? There's nothing special about that place, blah, blah, blah. If you watch this presser, 
with an honest and open heart. Even if you don't follow Notre Dame, don't like Notre Dame, hate Notre Dame. If you watched all this with an open heart, an open mind, open eyes, and open ears, you have to admit there's just something different about it. You always hear the old cliche. There's head football coaches, and then there's being the head coach at the University of Notre Dame. I think we felt that gravitas yesterday, okay? Marcus Freeman has a lot of responsibility laid on his lap for a guy younger than I am. It's a big, big job. I think he's up for the task, and he has a fantastic supporting staff around him to get him there, okay? So now let's get into some of Marcus specifically and what he had to say and, and the general thought. So here's where I want to start. Act for a moment like Marcus Freeman doesn't exist. Okay? He was never born. You don't know nothing. He's just not a factor. If you asked me, John, what kind of personality, tone, delivery, demeanor, mindset that I think would get Notre Dame to their next championship the quickest. And you just said, what does that guy look like? What is that vibe? What is that tone? What are the th messages? What, what, what's important to him? All of that. If you ask me that question, my answer would be this guy. This is it. 100%. This is it. This is that model. This is that personality that I've had in my brain forever thinking that's what it's got to be to win here. This isn't a job where any personality can come in and make it work and win a championship. You can win a lot of games. I didn't say you couldn't win a lot of games. Talking about trophies in the case and not the camping world bowl, Brian. Okay? So if you ask me... It, just envision it in your mind, John, what that guy looks like, what he says, how he comes off, how he interacts with people, all of it. This is it. This is that model. This is that vision. This is the personality I think it takes to win in Notre Dame. It's a unique job. You can't just get it done with anything. This is it. He gets it. You feel it right away. He gets it. Not it being an energetic young coach. There's a thousand of those in college football. No, no, no. He gets Notre Dame. He gets Notre Dame. And you feel it right away. That is immeasurable. What the value of that, that we all feel like he's one of us and he gets it and he loves the place like we do. And he's willing to do anything it takes to win a championship. I get that from him. I'm thrilled. I couldn't ask for more out of yesterday. He said everything I wanted him to say. I love it. Absolutely love it. I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. He inspired me more about the future of this program in one day than anything Brian Kelly said in a dozen years combined. One day is all it took. One day. Polar opposite leadership styles. Maybe some of it's personality-wise I'm drawn to Marcus Freeman's, but 
I have this vision of what it takes to win at Notre Dame based off of the current landscape, history, the personalities of the coaches that have gotten over the top at Notre Dame. That's the other thing. A lot of these coaches at Notre Dame had that dynamic personality. Now, Dan Devine's an outlier as far as the national title coaches. Dan Devine is an outlier. And Jack Sacco will tell me all about it. Dan Devine's the outlier. But any of these other monoliths and these mega guys that have this, this history at Notre Dame, big time winning, they all had that natural, charismatic love for Notre Dame. And they knew how to relate to their players in a certain way. Marcus Freeman's personality fits right into it. I absolutely love it. There's no wonder the players went nuts in the locker room. And I almost drove off the road with tears in my eyes watching it last week. He's a charismatic guy. I cannot get enough. I'm thrilled. This is exactly what I wanted Notre Dame to do. And they finally did it. Takes a lot to make me happy. I'm there for now. And we'll get to that in a little bit. For now, I am. Okay. So, he came off yesterday as real, genuine, humble, caring, inspired, honest, heartfelt, appreciative, driven, respectful. Marcus Freeman has made such waves in under a week national media outlets that hate Notre Dame or at a minimum don't have anything good to say about him. It's either negative or nothing. You got people all over the country now looking at Notre Dame in a favorable way that never did before. Outsiders are speaking of us in a positive way that they never did before. That matters. That tells you this is different. It tells you he's Already getting through to people. Notre Dame in a week has become likable. Everybody wants to root for this guy. We become young, modern, and hip in a week. This is Notre Dame we're talking about. Not USC out in LA or Miami and Miami. Whatever. No. Notre Dame. South Bend, Indiana. Notre Dame, Indiana. And they're cool, modern, hip. Even just being a modern, sleek, snazzy dresser sends a message like, I'm modern, I'm sleek, and I'm ready to get after it. Let's go. Like, there's nothing not to like. I love all of it. But the fact, the fact that you have these national media types and even some fans of other teams saying, man, it's hard not to like this guy. This is a vibe at Notre Dame. I've Never seen in my lifetime. I mean, you know, Lou did his thing, but I was too young for it. I mean, this, this, it's exactly what I want. It's exactly what I want. That's because Marcus is different. Marcus is special. He just gets it. Now, another piece of this, uh, particularly with big scale national media, and this does deserve more talk than it's probably getting because people like me are worried about the football. But I've been reading and seeing a lot of national media talking about the importance of a 35-year-old non-white guy getting the Notre Dame head coaching job and what doors and avenues that can open up in the coaching ranks 
for minority candidates moving forward. That's pressure on Marcus too, to do a good job, show that can work, make it more likely other teams are going down that path, you know, later, whatever. But that's, that's a very important piece of this to a lot of people and another level at which people are going to be rooting for Notre Dame so that that comes to fruition and hopefully opens the door for some good minority candidates in the college and the pros down the road. Again, nothing not to like. Things are good. Now I want to address some specific statements or quotes that Marcus Freeman said yesterday that stick out to me for various reasons. Here's number one. He spoke about the golden standard. Now that is the closest thing to coach speak that I gathered that he said yesterday. Here's the deal though. When Marcus says it, even though it's kind of coach speaky, I still think he's being genuine just because of his delivery. It's everything he says just comes off so heartfelt and genuine and well thought out and man, it's refreshing. It's refreshing. There's an energy now on campus that wasn't there before. And I love it. Love it. Okay. So even when he says something like that, that's kind of coach speaky, it comes off genuine. Okay. Setting the standard. He also spoke about togetherness. To be humble enough to get up there as Notre Dame's head coach as a 35-year-old, something you could brag about and walk around like you're the guy. And he's up there saying, no one player wins a championship. No one coach wins a championship. We're all together. At a place like Notre Dame, that matters more than it does a lot of other places. That family feel, that camaraderie, all of that. That's a big piece of being in Notre Dame. All right? So that togetherness stood out to me. Number three. Boy, oh boy, does this get me excited. He says, if you're not an elite recruiter, this isn't the place for you to coach at. That is music to my ears. He says, if you're not an elite recruiter, this isn't going to be a good fit. Brian Kelly couldn't operate under that philosophy. You know why, folks? Because he'd have to fire himself. If that was his recruiting mantra, he'd have to fire himself. So it was impossible for Brian Kelly to have that angle and to take that approach. Then he says, if I'm not the lead recruiter, we're cheating the system, doing everybody a disservice. That is 100% the opposite of Brian Kelly. 100% opposite, okay? That is unbelievable. Marcus Freeman hit on that recruiting, 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 recruiting. He kept hitting on it. You know why? He gets it. He gets it, folks. He gets it, okay? Next, he also said, I want these guys to see me as a husband, see me as a father. I don't see that many head coaches getting up in there, getting all these football questions, and they ask what's important. And he talks about family life, being a good role model as far as being a father and a husband. Again, that's a Notre dame -y thing. That's just a Notre dame -y thing. Those values. 
and you don't have to sacrifice those values to win a championship. With the right coach, both can be done. I've been saying it forever. I just didn't know who that coach was going to be till 11 months ago. So I love that feel and that that's important to him. Here's what I liked the most, by far the most out of all this. In regards to winning a championship in Notre Dame, not having a bunch of 10-win seasons, not making the playoff, but losing, winning the national championship. No BS, no, you know, pussyfooting around the bush here, none of that. Marcus Freeman said, we're not there yet. We're close, but we're not there yet. That's exactly how I feel about this program. To have him say that openly and honestly, I loved. I loved because you can't get where you need to go if you're not being honest with yourself and everybody involved. He could have got up there and said, we got everything you, we need and we just need to coach him up a little better and we can win a title. He didn't say that. He said, we're close, but we're not there yet. I love that honesty. I love that honesty. Love it. Beautiful. So I loved everything he had to say. I can't wait to see where it goes from here. This leads me to my final closing points. Okay. No matter how, head over heels in love with Marcus we are today. He is a first-time head coach who's only 35 years old. And we know how many unique requirements and tasks are involved on and off the field when you're the head coach in Notre Dame that you don't have to deal with a lot of other places. He has a lot of responsibilities on his plate. Not only responsibilities, but new ones. New ones that he has to adapt to on the fly. Marcus isn't perfect, although he seems to be to me right now. He's not perfect. There will be a learning curve, bumps in the road. And here's my thought on those bumps. As someone historically with Frank Leahy's zero patience for anything but perfection with Notre Dame football. With a guy who comes off this heartfelt and genuine, who I know will give 100% all the time, and whom I could tell is all in on Notre Dame. I'm more willing to be a little patient than I am for a lot of other coaches or the way things went before. The upside potential here is unlimited. I am willing to ride through whatever bumps there's going to be because I believe in this guy and I believe in his message and I'm fine with that. So I will ride through those bumpy times because the upside when he gets it all calibrated and figured out is unlimited with the way this guy's going to recruit. It's unlimited. I'm going to close with this. Aside from simply having vastly different communication and leadership styles, here's the biggest difference I've noticed so far practically, not emotionally, but practically that I've seen between the, 
Brian Kelly's approach and Marcus Freeman. So take some of the personality stuff out of it and the, and the emotions I feel about all this practically. Here's the difference, and I've already seen it in play multiple times. Brian Kelly used Notre Dame's high academics, hard classes, all those responsibilities on the players as impediments that had to be overcome in order to succeed. There were a lot of times Brian Kelly got up in a presser and lowered some of those recruiting expectations or made sure he reminded us of some of those additional hurdles Notre Dame has to go through to succeed that some other schools don't. Freeman, on the other hand, has already found a way to embrace those challenges head on, and he's smart enough and, and a good enough natural communicator that he could turn those challenges that Kelly looked at, at as negatives, and Marcus could turn them into selling points. He could turn those into positives for Notre Dame. Not excuses. He just gets it. The whole Notre Dame thing. He just gets it. He gets it. And I love it. And this is going to be great. It's going to be great. So, I just, I can't, I can't say enough about this. I, I just... I'm ecstatic, and I'm never, ever, ever this happy about anything with Notre Dame. So it's great to see, but but there is one thing. We got to beat Oklahoma State. So I don't want us to lose sight and all that, but it's kind of important that we knock that big game thing off and get that done here and keep Marcus's momentum going and all that. It's kind of a big deal. So we'll get into that as the game gets closer, but we have plenty of other content to speak about. But the rubber's going to hit the road here from the honeymoon phase to we got a game to win phase. And we're going to expect to win that game. Okay? So congrats, congratulations to him. Captain Jack, give him credit for not messing it up like he talked about yesterday. We're in a great spot. We're in great hands for once since I was a little kid and Lou Alts was around. I have comfort and confidence in our head coach to do whatever it takes to get us over the hump. I love it. 